Hey guys, welcome to a new week and our very first week of February 2021. I mean, it feels wild that January is already over. I know I'm not the only one who's like, what just happened? Um, I set the intention this year on the podcast that I wanted this time with you to be about giving as much wisdom, as much teaching, as much advice as I possibly could fit into 52 weeks of programming. And to that end, I wanted to share an excerpt from something that happened last week that I thought was incredible. Last week, I taught my first life coaching class since 2019, and it's not something that I see myself doing a ton in the future, but it felt really important as we start a new year, especially coming off the last one, that we take the time together as a community to create a plan and create a focus. What I loved about last week's session is that it wasn't just about how to set a goal or how to achieve something. It was all about how you want to feel in pursuit of that goal. See, it's really easy to get wrapped up in getting to the top of the mountain and putting all of your energy and all of your time into that destination. But it really is a journey along the way. And if 2020 taught me anything, it's that I want to make sure that I'm present in this moment, that I'm joyful in this moment, that I appreciate this life that I have in front of me, even the painful parts. And so we pulled about 20 minutes of what ended up being three plus hours of coaching. And I thought I would share it with you today in the hopes that it will be helpful or speak to you in your life. If you want to take a deeper dive into this class, you can find it on our Rise Learn platform, which is available on theholisco.com. And if you are a business owner and you found this information helpful, this Wednesday is my business coaching session. So instead of digging into personal life, we're digging into the mindset that you need to grow and scale your revenue and your company in 2021. So you can check that out in show notes if you want to find out more details or hollisco.com. But in the meantime, I hope that this message finds its home in your heart. Have a great day. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. We're going to spend some time digging into what's the plan for 2021? What's the goal? Why are we here? What do we want to do next? And if you've been with me before, then you know that I tend to spend opportunities like this, whether it's a virtual conference or it's coaching or it's a, a live event back when we all got to hang out in person. And it was all about like, let's generate energy and let's set those goals and how are we going to achieve it? How? 
And man, that, that woman is still here, but things have shifted for all of us. And so instead of focusing entirely on how are we getting to the next level and what does it look like to achieve this thing, what I want to focus on today is what kind of life do you want to live? What kind of energy do you want to have? What kind of joy do you want to bring into your everyday life to the people that you love, to the projects that you're passionate about? That's what this time is about. It's not enough to say, I want to go to the top of the mountain. You also have to understand, what do you want to feel like on the way? Who do you want to bring along? What is that journey supposed to be like for you? Because if you aren't intentional about that piece, you run the risk that you maybe get the goal, right? You maybe have the thing, but you don't have the relationships or the joy that you wanted to have. And I know that a lot of you are experiencing that right now because one of the number one questions I am getting is about burnout. Are you feeling depleted? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling like, what the, what else? What else, what else is coming, right? It's so easy to just live in the overwhelm. And many of us spent last year just trying to keep our head above water. I wanted to do this class. You know, I haven't done coaching since 2019. I wanted to do this class and I very intentionally chose the end of January instead of the beginning. Why? Because studies show that 94% of people do not make it out of the month of January with their resolutions and their goals still intact. Most of us start out at the beginning of the year excited, right? We see a, view, a vision, maybe you create a vision board like I do with my kids, maybe you plan it out and you write down your goals in your start today journal and you sort of try and envision a different world and a different life for yourself. It's right about now that people start to lose their momentum. And so I wanted to do something today that would give you that passion back, that would give you that energy and would teach you a process to do this in all areas of your life, your business, your relationships, your health. This is a, a, a cycle that you can apply over and over and over again. So that's my why. That's what I want to do today. I, I feel like it's important to really quickly speak to my fellow hustlers. Let me talk to my Enneagram threes. This one is for my high achievers. Like, are you someone who is driven? You're an achiever. You want to check those boxes. You want to get things off the list. You want to do all the things. Like, tell me if that's you right now. Because when I talk about this idea of being intentional and slowing down and learning to be more centered and learning to be more present, I find that my fellow achievers and my fellow hustlers are like, ah! like what? No, 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 no. We got to go faster, right? You got to tell me all the tactics. You got to tell me the tools. You got to tell me all this. Look, the, the hard part about sprinting in a season like this one is that you will run so fast and not understand that you're not getting anywhere. See, sprinting as fast as you can against the goals that you have in your life is incredible when you know the rules of the game. The rules of the game have changed a hundred times since last March. And if you're watching this in different parts of the world, it may be changed for you last January, right? 
things keep shifting. We keep being asked to pivot. We keep being asked to figure things out. Because it keeps changing so fast, if you're sprinting headlong in one direction, you won't realize that you're, you're, running, in the wrong, you're running in the wrong race. This is a time to slow down so that you can make more traction. To be more intentional so you make sure that you're getting closer to your goal, not further away. If you are playing your heart out in a football game and everyone else around you is playing tennis, it doesn't matter how hard you're trying, you're going to fail. And what I know about high achievers is that when we're stressed, we work harder. Like, be real with me right now. How many of you, when things got stressful because of COVID, you were like, I'll give 120%. I'll go faster, I'll push more, I'll get less sleep. I'll, I can do it, I can figure it out, I can hold all of this for all of every, but no. This is a time to figure out what you actually want. What do you want from your life? Not just what do you want to achieve. How do you want it to feel on the way to that achievement? Sometimes when we go to this place of, I want to envision the future, or I want something better for myself, there's that voice in the back of our head that tells us, nothing good ever happens to you. You're probably going to screw this up. Or, oh, remember last time when you thought you were going to do something, but you actually can't, right? We all have that voice that plays on a loop in the back of our mind. Grounding yourself in the goodness that has already happened remind you that goodness does happen and will happen again. So that's why we start. Let's talk about what to focus on. This is for my achievers who are like, Rach, but are you going to teach us how to do more things and achieve? Yes, of course I am. We're just going to ground it in a more beautiful place. Let's talk about the 80-20 principle. Y'all are familiar with the 80-20 principle? It's sometimes called Pareto principle. There's a, not sometimes, that's the person who came up with it. There's a ton of books on the subject. You can watch stuff on YouTube, a million podcasts, 80-20. So the 80-20 principle is basically this idea that 20% of your effort gives you 80% of your results. 20% of your effort gives you 80% of your results. And this is across the board. 20% of your customers give you 80% of your revenue. 20% of the, of the intention or the interactions that you have with your kids give you 80% of what your relationship is like. 20% of your effort when it comes to your health gives you 80% of your results. It's across the board. You can look it up every single different area of your life. It's actually a very small amount of effort that gives you most of what you get. That is powerful because most of us are like, it's like scattershot. We're like trying to do everything. We're trying to be great at all the things. We're trying all over the place, right? We're all trying to do all the things. But if this is real, right? If 20% of your effort gives you 80% of your results, what would happen to your life, to your relationship, to your business if you just started doing more of this 20%? So when I talk about being intentional, when I talk about slowing down, it is not because I still, I have the biggest freaking dreams. I'm the most ambitious human you're ever going to meet, but I want to do it in a smart way. I want to do it in a way that says when I get to the end of this road, I'm still going to like myself on the other side of it. It is not enough to call the shot. 
you also have to call the way you want that goal to feel. And I believe that we have that ability. I believe that we get to choose how we respond to the world around us. And if you're going to go up that path anyway, by God, go up that path armed for what you want it to be like. How do you develop the habits and the rituals and the skills right now that is going to allow you to live a life that's good, that's going to allow you to feel calm and present and peaceful, to feel connected with your kids, to show up with your friends the way you want to? Like, that is what this is about. How do we focus in on that 20%? Let's do more of this. We all have this fear that if we take a step back, that if we take care of ourselves, if we fill up our cup, that we're going to miss out on an opportunity, right? We're going to miss out or we're going to disappoint someone. We're going to say no and then we're going to disappoint our sister. We're going to disappoint the church. We're going to disappoint, you know, the school because we didn't do that thing. If you cared more about making sure that you feel good, that you have the energy required, that you're living life in a way that is healthy for you, if you cared more about how you felt than how other people thought you looked, man, you'd be really living something good. How much freaking time do we spend obsessing over not looking the right way? Is my hair good enough? Is my butt good in these jeans? How much time do we spend obsessing about how we look? Freaking so much time. If you spent half as much time worried about how you feel, like, oh, I'm, I'm achieving these things. Am I even happy? I have these kids. Am I even connected with them? I'm in this relationship. Is it even growing? Is it flourishing? Is it making us both better versions of ourselves? We're taught to chase the wrong things. Let's focus on the right ones. So I hope that you got a chance to listen to the podcast that I did at the very beginning or the last week of December, very beginning of January. I did a podcast on how to do an annual review of your calendar. If you got to listen to that one, let me know here. If you didn't get to listen to that one, please go check it out. Podcast's always free, and it's just me teaching on things I think will be helpful to you guys. But basically, I talked to you about how I review every single appointment in my previous year. And I do this to make sure that I know what parts of that I want to take with me into the next year. Okay? So, similarly, this is an opportunity for us to review the feelings. I want to review the way 2020 felt. Right. There's going to be, we're going to feel some things right now. I know for myself, and maybe some of you have experienced this too, that when things are hard, we try and keep busy, or we try and do things to ignore the hardship. But there is power in reviewing what happens. Be very honest with yourself, no one's looking at your paper, and answer this. In 2020, I felt blank and put the emotions, and I wanna challenge you that you need to have at least one line that's a positive emotion and one line that's a negative emotion. So just take a quick minute, be honest with your heart, and write down what you felt in the last year. I'm gonna tell you what I wrote down on mine. Very honest answers that I wrote down on mine. So I wrote, in the last year, I felt sad, 
and angry. I put those two together because they were, honestly, this was about my divorce. So I felt both sad and very angry. I felt overwhelmed. I felt proud this year. And I felt free. Now, the line below that had just a little bit, and I'm going to ask you to add to it because we didn't get enough context in that line. It says, are any of these emotions negative? And it says how to change them. We're not going to change them. We're going to accept even the negative stuff. So I want you to say how to change what caused the negative emotion or how to process so you can hold that they exist. Now let me explain this. Sad and angry, I got divorced and I felt very, very sad and I felt very, very angry. And I don't think that there was a different way to process what that was. So when I look at this one, the intention behind exploring these emotions is to find, is there anything that I can change and fix as I move into the new year? So when I look at sad and angry, no. There's not a way to change those emotions. That was just my reality. And many of you, blindsided, helpless, stressed, lonely, lost, overwhelmed, like many of us experienced things due to COVID, overwhelmed, that was absolutely COVID related for me. I was so overwhelmed by what I was seeing in the news. I was so overwhelmed by trying to lead my team, like just all of these things. That's also not something I can change. And in fact, when I did this today, I looked at those and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself for not running away from painful emotions. It's important to acknowledge that things are hard. It's important to acknowledge that it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. So, sad and angry, overwhelmed, proud. I ended 2020 and I felt proud as hell. Anyone else felt proud? And if you didn't, I want you to add that. If you had a freaking baby in 2020 and you have to give birth with a mask on your face, you didn't have the ability, like, people couldn't come over and help you with your baby? Nobody could hold your baby while you took a shower? You own a business this year and you kept trying even though it was so freaking hard? Did you go through a breakup? Did you go through a loss? If you didn't write down proud, put it on the list. You, you better feel some pride. You are here. You better have some pride for even if you didn't know what the heck you were doing, you are still here. So I felt super proud of myself because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I kept showing up for the positive emotions that you wrote down on this. I hope there was more than one. Um, I want you to unpack what made those feelings positive, not just what happened, but what made them feel so positive to you because this is the 20%. This is you saying, this is the new standard. This is where I set myself. This is what I demand of myself and my life going forward. So I'll tell you what I wrote, and then you can uh, dig into this for yourself. Proud. Why did I feel proud? Because I kept fighting for my company. I kept showing up for my kids. I maintained my vision of myself even when it felt impossible. What I thought of for this one for pride is um, running my first marathon. Some of you all heard me tell the story before, but I ran my first marathon. It was 92 degrees. I thought I was going to die the entire time. And there comes a point towards the end of the marathon where I am 
I am jogging so slowly that people who are walking on the sidewalk, just like with posters to go like to the end to catch up with the people that they they're walking. I'm just like, and I'm, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to puke. I think I'm going to poop my pants. I like sweat, flop sweat. Like I'm dying. And I just kept thinking, just, just one foot in front of the other. Just keep, just one foot, just keep. Just one, just an inch at a time. Just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. If you just keep moving forward, you're going to get across that finish line. And when you're in that state, because I started to feel that way at mile 18, and a marathon is 26.2 miles, and at mile 18, I'm just like, if you just keep going, you're going to get there. If you just keep going, you're going to get there. And that's why I feel so proud, because I just kept going, and I got there. Y'all, straight up, no BS. I run an events company. I run a company that throws live events in a world where we're not allowed to meet in person. That was devastating for our company. Devastating. And I can't tell you how many times, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And how I'm going to do this, like, I just go, okay, we're going to try a virtual event. And we're going to figure it out. And we're going to, oh, we're going to sell necklaces, which, by the way, is still available on hollisco.com if you want to check that out. It's beautiful. <laughs> we're going to move into product. And we're going to do whatever because I have this team and I want to make sure that they're safe. And I'm just going to keep going. And if you just keep going, you'll get there. And I feel so freaking proud. And I am reminded that no matter what, if I just keep going, I'm going to get there. Free. I made a really hard choice. And I chose a pain-filled path. I knew that somewhere out there in the future was something better. But I was going to have to walk through hell. To get there and I was going to have to break apart every single foundation of my life I was gonna have to change everything but I knew that that vision of myself that this woman that I want to show up for as my kids that this legacy that I want to live on this earth that this mission that I teach to you guys, that I stand up every day and I say, be true to yourself, stand in your own power, know your own worth, don't dim your light for anybody. That's what freedom feels like to me. And that was worth the pain. That was worth the pain. And the pain's not done. And it's not over. But I will never forget. Never forget. That freedom is worth that price. So, if you can pull apart the positive emotions that you experienced in 2020, you have incredible power to manifest where you want to go from here. Hey, y'all. My name is Darren. I'm a visual designer at the Hollis Co., and I also write our monthly cultural newsletter called Sway. Not to be confused with Sway in the morning. Sway newsletter is all about subtle movements that adapt change. We all have the ability to change things for the better. All this month, I'm going to be introducing you to Black artists, works, and cultural moments to bring a little more celebration to your Black History Month. What I'm about to show y'all now are things that caught my eye that need to be recognized and supported. This is Sway Digital. 
So this week, I want to share with you this brand called Resistance Fashion. Resistance Fashion was birthed and curated by a young Black female artist and visionary, Rosie Myers, a lover of style and all things Black. Resistance Fashion is based out in LA and is shared with you across the states. Rosie's vision and pillars of this brand is to showcase Black artists and designers to express their work. It is a brand that represents our culture, history, and resistance. I thought this was such an amazing idea to help elevate young Black artists and their work. Like, the analytics are real. A lot of Black artists are overlooked and hardly see the light of any form of creative medium. And for Rosie to provide a platform for the work to be seen is beyond generous. Not only is she showcasing Black artists, but also helps out the Black community as well. With every drop she does, a portion of the proceeds gets donated to an organization that creates opportunities and change in the community. This last drop she did called Black Season helped out a local shop named South LA Cafe. Every week since the start of COVID, South LA Cafe has been providing food for the community for free. When quarantine started in March, they were committed to providing free grocery bags to members of the community through sponsors, monthly donations, and their own money. They do their best to make sure the community members are fed. South LA Cafe is run by Celia and Joe Ward-Wallace. Their mission is to build community through coffee, culture, and connection. They just passed their one-year anniversary, and since day one, they have provided the community with so much more. This shop is Black-owned, family-owned, and community-owned. So let's talk about this drop, Black Season, from Resistance Fashion. Now, I had the chance to work with Rosie on this run. During the holiday season, she had this vision of creating this package project called Black Season. It's a celebration of all things Black. It was stylized in the form of 12 Days of Christmas, but instead to provide great content and knowledge on Black culture. Black Season was a process to make sure we took the time to celebrate our Blackness, who we are, where we came from, and where we're going. Each day we shared things like celebrating Black heroes, Black fashion history, curating music playlists to giveaways. Also, making sure the spotlight was on the organization that was chosen to be donated to. With Rosie's creative direction, I helped bring Black Season to life by building this visual hierarchy that represents the strength in Black culture. These designs were shared across all social platforms and more information was sent out via email. Well, to continue the support, Resistance Fashion created an apparel drop for Black Season. The crew neck sweatshirt was created as a reminder that being Black is a gift, some of that will never go out of style, and to remind us that we are the creators of style. The quote on the sweatshirt is an African proverb that reads, the best way to fight an oppressive culture is to embrace your own. Now that is heavy. Resistance Fashion is well on the way to creating more opportunities for Black artists and designers while helping out their community. Rosie's vision is something beyond measure that I can see going a long way in supporting our culture. This is a brand I can get behind, and I think you can too. If you want to know more about Rosie and her brand Resistance Fashion, which I think you should totally check out, you can visit her site at resistancefashion.co or her Instagram handle at resistancefashion underscore. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen in on this week's Black History Month introduction. I look forward to sharing next week's recommendation on Black artists, works, and cultural moments. I'm Darren, and this is Sway Digital.